0: Are you looking for the magic to make your life truly count? Do you want the secret formula to make every day your best day yet? Hello, and welcome to the Finishing on Fire radio show. And now, here are your show hosts, Dave Wadsworth and Greg Vance. And hello, we are glad to be here. I'm Dave Wadsworth, a co-host and...
1: Greg Vance. Good to see you Dave.
0: Good to see you. We want to talk to you tonight and or tonight whenever you're listening to it. I guess it could be tonight or it could be in the morning or midday but uh, the topic we're talking about now is prosperity. It's uh, coming from our book Finishing on Fire that's on amazon it's it's about uh, living your legacy of purpose passion and prosperity and we covered passion and we talked about our purpose but we want to talk about prosperity because that's what we're really trying to key in for people to to really prosper and enjoy life each and every day and and really that's what that's what we're pushing today we're talking about uh, true prosperity which comes from a fully engaged life. And uh, that's what we want to uh, talk on today. What do you say, Greg?
1: Hey, I'm excited. to, uh, As you just said, we, we talked about uh, purpose, passion, and now we're tying together prosperity with it. So it's a great uh, bookend those discussions.
0: There you go. There you go. I, um, I want to start out with a quote, Greg. This is uh, from the book, uh, Finishing on Fire. And, and it's the, the prosperity uh, vision of, of a three-year-old. It's from their perspective, actually. It's Harper Lee in chapter one. Harper Lee, my granddaughter. She's three years old, and she is funny. And here's her thinking on prosperity. Harper is the richest person on the planet. Wouldn't we be if our outlook of everyone and everything was, gee, how much fun can they or that be? Come play with me is her constant request. True prosperity comes from the fully engaged life we see in the eyes of a three-year-old. Everyone is a playmate. Everything is a plaything. What a fantastic outlet, outlook, perspective, and attitude. I like mm. that one. Don't you, Greg?
1: I love that. Hey, can you, uh, can you remember back to a time when you had that outlook?
0: I haven't had it since yesterday. <laughs> no that that come right from my wife that's a quote from her you're acting like a three-year-old
1: <laughs> He said thanks for the compliment right
0: yeah that's right hey i'm growing up they're very good um you know yeah you're right i just remember the days uh that it was just all about living living life having fun expression and just you know getting after it right after yeah what about you do you remember stuff when you were young and you were carefree or
1: (laughs) absolutely yeah and it seems like if you think between now and then it seems like there's this process of just becoming you know as they call it adult (laughs) as you get more and more responsibilities you feel like you're just weighed down with things and you just lose that because on seeing the rest of the world sometimes you're so tunnel visioned oftentimes because of the things that you you have to do you got to do you're encumbered to do and and so i think we want to challenge people challenge ourselves as well to you know every day kind of when we wake up think about pull off those blinders if we can there's a chance they're going to get knocked off when you're in traffic driving to work or or something like that but uh
0: this is funny. Um, the, uh, I know your computers, uh, acting up and stuff, but, yeah. uh, we talk about having, enjoying life in the moment and that's really right. what we, we want to teach you to do. And, uh, I read a book this week and I'll refer to it later on. Uh, it's, it's by Matthew McConaughey. It's called green lights. And, uh, he's had a wild ride and he as an adult has, has kind of come full circle, but he was talking about, um, someone whether it was his mom or somebody a relative was looking at a one of these old folks retirement places and maybe it was his mother and how they he said you know this place is kind of cool because people like they don't really give a rip about anything and what people think and they're just having fun and they're living in the moment and and I'm thinking there you go that's being prosperous because you're just enjoying life and that's that's what we're trying to do here and and talk about that a lot um, and that, that moves us into, um, I guess, what the way I started the book was a question of your mentality and, and how you look at things. And one way is, is an abundance mentality, and then the other thing versus a scarcity mentality. And I've got a quote I want to, to, uh, to read on that one, Greg, too. That's actually uh, early on in the first chapter. It says, the person living in fear always sees a problem in every solution. The fear creates a scarcity mentality. The faithful person lives and promotes the abundance mentality. And it talks about how this book takes you through living that abundance mentality and getting away from the scarcity mentality, which comes with fear, uh, fear and doubt and, and just, you know, well, living under this, this COVID thing that we've dealt with for the last, you know, uh, 10, 11 months, a lot of people are living in fear And they have that that uh, scarcity mentality. It's like, oh, my, you know, and they pull back and they just don't live. So. So what do you say about that, Greg? You got any comments on that?
1: Yeah, I was actually going to share another little just micro story, I guess, with that. Um, I've often heard uh, scarcity versus abundance talked about. But one of the best word pictures I've heard is to visualize scarcity as a cake and to visualize um, abundance as a candle. So the way that works is if you consider, uh, you know, classically, if you're going to have a piece of cake or somebody else is going to have a piece of cake, the bigger or smaller piece they have, it's going to determine the other person's sizes that they're going to get. So that's the whole scarcity thing. We often think of that. Just because somebody else is going to get more, you're going to get less. Gotcha. (laughs) So on the candle side you know, if you ever lit a candle, it's got the nice flame on it. You can uh, pack somebody else in a very positive light because you can lend them the flame that you have to allow that to be a spark in their life and to light their candle. And so it's really a place of abundance. You can light as many candles As long as you have an infinite candle, you know, it's going to burn for a while. You can light an awful lot of candles for other people. So if if you take that into your own life and think about abundance and what you can do to bless other people and to provide positivity in their lives, that's a, that's a word picture that I enjoy.
0: That's, that's really, really a good um, analogy. I like the way, because a lot of people, they think of our lives Um, as a single you know cake and if if you get a piece i only get a certain size that's that's left also and 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 as people take away from that there's just a limit on it and 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 we want to teach people we want to talk about uh, that abundance where hey let's make a bigger cake let's make uh, more cakes uh, let's look at it in that way but the candle that's a great analogy because it lights the room. The first candle you light it and then you share it and you then let them share their light and and just continue on. And that's, that is huge. And, and I think we have to fight uh, the negative in our lives and push that off. So we can see that the value of that, that mentality, that, that prosperity mentality, that abundance mentality, that, Hey, just because I get a piece of cake doesn't mean you're going to go hungry. no, we're going to share, but we're also going to help it grow. And I really like mm-hmm. thinking that way. And I like promoting that.
1: Yeah, I love that. Especially with, uh, as you were just talking about Harper Lee a while ago, a three-year-old. We know one of the first things that's hard to learn when you're young is to, is to share. Yeah. And, uh, and, and to think about abundance versus it's mine. <laughs>
0: <And> yeah. So, <laughs> That's a good thought. I like that. I, you know, we're getting ready to have a another grandbaby. Harper Lee is going to have a, a baby sister. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna learn really quick. Yeah, we're excited about that one. It's um, coming up real soon, and Harper Lee's going to find out real quickly that uh, she's not the center of the universe anymore. <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna have to share. She's gonna have to learn that. um, that uh yeah there's a lot of toys there but but she doesn't get her way on everything so so i'm excited about that and and she's that's a great thing about having multiple children in a family they do learn the value of sharing and and growing together and and playing together and socializing uh, you know just within the families to start with and it's very important lesson. so that's a good point i like you bringing that up I know one other point, Greg, you were talking about, uh, we wanted to continue on. Um, when we talk about prosperity, we talk about a book that a lot of people have read um, by Napoleon Hill. It's uh, Think and Grow Rich. And uh, in America, I believe that you, you have the opportunity to turn nothing into really something If you've got basic skills, uh, you can communicate or you have a desire, you can build uh, anything you want. And I think if you have an abundance mentality, you're looking for opportunities, you're looking for solutions and and you're constantly not giving up, but you're you're, uh, becoming aware. And that's something that Bob Proctor talks about. And excuse me, he's got a book about money being a magnifier. And, and as you have money, it basically magnifies who you really are. So if you're, if you're uh, poor and you're a jerk, okay, when you're rich, you're going to be a big jerk. And, and so money just magnifies who you are. So if you're a generous, um, a, really a good person that cares and shares uh, as you uh, become prosperous financially, uh, it's going to really help you blossom into who you are, and, and it's just going to really you know, help people. But I know uh, Napoleon Hill in his book, actually, it was something, I don't know if it was in that book that he wrote or, or something about that idea, but there was a list of 12 or 13 different uh, things when he talked about thinking and growing rich and just being rich and, and the the money part of it actually came at the kind of the very end of that list mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's like 11 12 13 whatever it was but I just remember that vividly how he emphasized that hey it's it's not a monetarily thing you know not necessarily now now prosperity you know deals with money also and and I uh, I definitely encourage people because you got to have money I, I, you can't survive without it I know <laughs> Here's a funny quote I just remember from Zig Ziglar. And he says, you know, a lot of people say money is not that important. And he says, you know, you think about it, he says, it's, it's not the most important thing, but it, it, it ranks right up there with oxygen. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty good that, uh, you know, we have to have it to survive. So uh, we got to have air to breathe and we got to have money or services, uh, that we can exchange to continue on in life and prosper. So the, um, moving on here, Greg, I want to talk a little bit about, um, the, uh, what prosperity brings to you and, and, and those other aspects. And I know we talked about, um, uh, just kind of a list of things, uh, better health and nutrition, um, being prosperous means, um, having better relationships and that's what this book really talks about if your relationships are good that is huge because uh, every minute of every day you're dealing with either family or friends or co-workers or whatever and so having very positive relationships around you is so critical and uh, and then of course we talk about better families enhanced life and freedoms that we have um uh, better spiritual and, and, and life meaning pursuits. Uh, I talk about Viktor Frankl a lot and how he talked about, uh, in his book, man's search for meaning as the key ingredient in life is, is your search for meaning. We have to have meaning in our life. And if, if we're just, um, going about life and going through the motions like a zombie if if we just don't really have a purpose uh we don't have that meaning we're not serving others and that's where you really find a lot of your meaning is being the best person you are that you can be and serving people uh is a big part of that and uh, and that's that's just wisdom from the ages really um now one thing i want to go back and talk a little bit about, uh, that book by Matthew McConaughey, green lights. And, uh, the thing was in that book, he, he, <laughs> he basically lived his life, um, like a kind of like a child, his adult life. He was looking, uh, for opportunities to enjoy life. He was constantly trying to find out who he was. He, he's, um, uh, he was game on every day, you know, you know, who am I, how do I make myself better? Uh, what adventures or what experiments or what education, uh, do I need to become a better person? And he's got so many quotes in there that I I really enjoy and really like, but he, he traveled over the world. He went, uh, over to, um, Africa, Australia, all these different places. And, and he would go kind of, um, incognito he didn't want people to know who he was and he would go to these places and um oh and i think south america just a lot of different places where he would go and he would just he wanted to be himself and he wanted to be uh, accepted and be a part of a community uh for who he was and not for any kind of fame or anything like that and of course uh, it was all part of his discovery um his australian adventure actually started when he was uh, just finishing high school, he did an exchange program where he lived with a family uh, outside of Sydney and it was pretty amazing. Uh, He was with this kind of an odd, crazy family and uh, and it just was um, it really quite an adventure that he had, but Matthew, uh, you know, he's had wild times. He did. He had so many experiences. He was doing all kinds of stuff and, it was it is just fun, and I thought you know what he is a good example of of finishing on fire and actually living on fire, and that's what I thought was 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 pretty cool, and uh, and so I just um, I just I just wanted to interject that book into this whole thing and just just talk about um, how he was living almost like my three year old granddaughter, and and just just being passionate and searching for his purpose and and obviously prosperity has come his way because he's done very very well in uh many films uh winning all kinds of awards but but he got to a point where you know he was in so many of these um uh romance comedies whatever romance comedies and he would be out there um you know, that kind of become his label, you know, he was the guy, and he got to one point where he was actually saying, hey, you know what, I don't do that anymore, that's, I want to move on, I want to be, I want to take on scripts that, that, and and roles that challenge me, and so he just, um, he took a different turn, and he held out, he had uh, somebody come to him for uh, some movie role, and they offered him five million bucks, and he's like, you know, no, no, do it, that's, another one of those romantic comedies and then they jumped it up to like 10 million dollars. And he's like, no, nope, sorry, not going to do it. You know? And, and then they went to like uh 12 and, a half million. <laughs> and he's like, well, let me look at that script again and see if maybe <laughs> this is a little better, you know, uh thing. And they ended up going to 14 and a half million and his wife um, Camilla said, Hey, said, um, he said, you don't know want, uh, you, you stick to your guns. And that's what he did. He said, you know, I'm just not going to do it even at 14 and a half million dollars, which is, seems kind of crazy. And so what he did, he, um, he waited and it was, it was like 20 to 24 months. It was a real dry spell. And then all of a sudden it was almost like he wasn't, he was out of sight, out of mind somewhat, but he come back and, and took on different roles and, and, and he was kind of like a new man again. And it was really pretty cool. Really neat story about what he did. So, so anyway, but yeah, I, uh, I lost Greg on the other end of this. So it's going to be mostly monologue as we go on here and finish this out. But uh, uh, talking a little bit more about prosperity, uh, we are certainly in, in, um, in the mindset of abundance and, and you finding out who you are and prospering Uh, in your life and and looking at don't look at other people around you but look at you yesterday and that's the only comparison you need is is who you were yesterday and say okay how can I improve and and what direction am I going and am I truly prospering in my habits and uh, the relationships that I have Uh, am I prospering in in my whole thought process Because uh, what you feed your mind is, I think, really uh, more important than what you feed your body a lot of times because your mind can can really set the tone uh, for your life. And so it's so critical. But um, moving on, I just want to uh, kind of finish up here on the prosperity thing and and just encourage you to um, to really sit down for a minute and think, Okay. where am I at? Who am I around? Where am I going and who am I going to go with or take with me and think about those questions in your life, but I want you to be prosperous and Greg, wherever he's at, he wants you to be prosperous too. But, um, basically our question that we, uh, we talk about every time on every episode is this, are you growing or are you dying? because you're not going to sit still you're either growing or you're dying and ask yourself that financially physically spiritually mentally uh, relationships wise uh, education health and nutrition all the way down the line are you growing or are you dying and here's the choice you can either fire up or you can fizzle out and i just want to wish you all the best and Greg, we'll, we'll see everybody next time. And thank you for listening and, uh, and take care. Blessings to you. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to the Finishing on Fire radio show. Be sure to visit finishingonfire.com for more great content. Go light your world.